usually. There's two parts. There's the music, and then there's the lyrics. And hopefully, if you have a, an artist who knows what he's doing, he's able to m- mix the two together, and they match. Sometimes you have artists who just have a, they have very deep words and different type of music that they try to put together, and it sells, it makes, it's nice, sometimes it's good, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit home, because it's like going different ways almost. Everybody knows what kind of, you know, they have their mailas to those music, but there's the music that we, we want to listen to to try to elevate ourselves is the music where the music and the words hit together. But then there's a higher type. The higher type of music is the music with no words. There's no words. It can't be put into, you can't constrict and confine the music to any words because that might take away from the deeper meaning. Like they say that the Sefer Torah, the Swarm tell us that the Sefer Torah is, is black fire written on white fire. Like the black letters, the ink of the black letters are written on, bat, on, the, in front, on the back or whatever. The back is a white fire, the parchment. So Sram tell us that the, one would think that the black letters, the words of the Torah, Vayidabra Shemoshelemor is Doraisa, it's the highest. But really, the white cloth, the white fire in the back is even higher because it's limitless. It's not bound by any specific words. So tonight we're going to do something interesting. I don't think we've done this yet. I don't know if we did. You correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to listen to a niggin without any words. No words tonight. We're going to, the name of the niggin is called Uman. Because those who are Unzur Chavra know that everything by El is leading towards Uman. Whether you're there or you're not there, physically, that doesn't matter. Because everything leads towards Uman. We'll talk about that tonight. By Shlomo Katz, a big tzaddik, who knows how to put words in, he knows how to put words and music together. So if he's not putting it together, it means it's, it's very, very high. So we're going to listen to it once. We'll try to just speak. Everybody could have their own machshavas, right? It's an open. It's an open palette. You could you could paint whatever picture you want to paint, and then we'll discuss one mahalach maybe, and then we'll listen to it again, and each person can then conjure up whatever he wants as he listens to the song. Is anyone recording someone else? Yeah. So this song is called Uma. Oh, yeah. 
Check this week. I sent the 2020. I have no idea. Where, is it 2020? 21, right? Still want to pay. I have no idea. No, but they'll take it. It works. I have no idea where I am. I'm like all over the place. I don't know if this was a year ago, two years ago. We spoke about that every Zman has, this, has its sounds. And when I was growing up, and for many years, even after I was not little growing up, but even big growing up, the sounds of El, the sounds of Tishrei were very dark, scary sounds. Like, Yom Narayim, Tshuva, you're a bad dude. Rosh Hashanah, you did daven all day, Yom Kippur is fasting, you can't eat, you know, like we always like to eat. That's how I remember growing up. It was always like that pit in the stomach, like, oh, gosh. Here we go again, when sukkah's coming. Let's, let's get to the sukkah, you know, shake the lulav, if we make it. But after those who have, you know, involved themselves a little chasidis and are mature in their thinking, understand that it's, it's not that way at all. There's a seriousness, but it's very, 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 very simplistic. It's a lot of simple, it's a lot of light, it's a lot of or, it's a lot of happiness. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is called one of the happiest days of the year. Rosh Hashanah, we have the zuchus to be mamlech Hashem. Instead of, oy, yoim hadin. Of course it's yom hadin. But how do you look at it? What's the perception? So we, we, I use this forum to try to hear the sounds of Elul. 
to remember, we, 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 we started Elano again a year or two, two years ago, and I remember, these Isha Ribos, Lashiv Abaita, to go back home. That El is about going back home. It's an upbeat, if you've ever heard the song, very upbeat, and we, we played that through. So this, this man, I, I heard the song, and it's called Uman, and it's, uh, I feel like this is the sound, these are going to be the sounds of this, of this month. What we just heard. A little bit of words we have to put to it to help us connect. And the question is, by this song, is this song called Uman, is this song while a person, I don't know if anybody's been talking to people in Rosh Hashanah? Have you been there? You been there? Have you been there? Have you been there? Right, not yet, Zohar. So is this song, Uman, is it a song that's written in Uman? Is it written Erev Rosh Hashanah? And Rosh Hashanah and all the people, is that, is that the sound? Or is, this, or is the Nigan Uman the journey to Uman? There's it, a, lot a lot you could say. So each person has to make their own, their own decision on that. But I'll tell you a little bit how I, how I heard it. So, I think it's, it's clear to us, those who have dabbled in Hasidus, have been connecting with Rabbi Nachman in any way, is that the, the journey to Uman is the journey to the Tzaddik. Going to Uman, Uman Rosh Hashanah, is in your, you're going to the Tzaddik. And I was thinking this week a little bit about Alila Regal, to go up Sukkis, Pesach and Shavuos, Ali the Regal. And I was wondering why there's no Ali the Regal by Rosh Hashanah Kippur. The Torah doesn't say you have to go. It's not called a Regal. Maybe it's called, it's called a Yomtev, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, maybe a Moed, maybe. But not a Regal that you go up. So, there's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, We're going to learn a little bit of a, a little piece of a Gemara, very short, and we'll say maybe a, a Chiddush. And the Gemara there says that the, the Isha Shunamis, Isha Shunamis had finally had a son, Elisha helped her get a son, and the son died. <coughs> and she wanted to bring this son to Elisha. What, what did you give me? A kid that, that's dead? So she packed her bag and she's ready to go. She didn't tell her husband. She was ready to go back to Elisha the Tzadik. And the husband says, her husband says, where are you going? To Tzadik. Why are you going? It's not Shabbos. It's not Rosh Chodesh. So the Gemara says, from here we see that on the, on the Regal, on Yontif, you should be Mekabal Pnei Rabba. You should go see the face of your Rebbe on Yontif, on the Regal. Okay. Two, two seemingly big questions. Number one, the husband said, it's not Shabbos, it's not Rosh Chodesh. Meaning, the inference is that you go see your Rebbe on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. Where do you see anywhere that you should go on Shabbos Regal? That's question one. And question two is, the halacha that comes out from the Gemara, which we Paskin like, and it's, it's an Indian, is that on the Shabbos Regal, Pesach, Sukkot, and Shavuos, you should go see your Rebbe. But we don't see the same halacha that on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, you should go see your Rebbe. So I don't understand. How could you learn, how could we have a halacha to go see your Rebbe on the Shabbos Regal? Where the source of that, which is Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, apparently, according to the Gemara, there's no, 
halacha and shulchan aruch that you should go see your rebbe. So it hit me today. So it, at first, I thought it was a tremendous chiddush. I thought it was, I was going to, have to say some chassidus over here, and then I saw the Turi Evan, Turi Evan, which is uh, the Shagasari, big achron, a gadol, says a pshat on these two words. I said, "What's Shabbos and what's Rosh Chodesh?" Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh is not Shabbos, like we know the seventh day. And Rosh Chodesh is not every 30 days. Shabbos is Shabbos Shabbosim. What's Shabbos Shabbosim? Yom Kippur. What's Rosh Chodesh? The Rosh Chodesh, which is the first of the, the, the months, Rosh Hashanah, which is the head of all of the months. So he was saying it's not Yom Kippur, it's not Rosh Hashanah, why are you going to see the tzaddik? Usually you only go on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And the Gemara learns from there that since Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah are both called Yom Tif, so therefore in the Regalim, which is similar, which is a Yom Tif, you should go see a Rebbe. But it comes out, even though it's still a question of halacha, but in Panemius, the highest time of the year to go see a Rebbe is Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And by the Hasidim, Rosh Hashanah was a, was a very big day. Everybody would go back to their would go back to their rebbeim. So, the travel to Uman, the travel to Rosh, on Rosh Hashanah, is the travel to the tzaddik. In Pneumius, it might be higher than Alila Rebbe, in a certain way, or it's the same but different. It's the same because you're going to connect. It's different because you're not going to Yishalayim. You're going to your, your personal Yerushalayim, your tzaddik. The, the Panam Yafos, you know what the Panam Yafos was? Panam Yafos, the Rebbe of the Chassam Sofer, of Shmelka, Shmelka from Nicholsburg, Talmud of the Magad. He was the Rebbe of the Chassam Sofer. So he wants to make, he wants to say a remez, a hint, to this halacha, in a Pasuk by Shalosh Agal. The Pasuk says, Shalosh Panam Bashana, three times a year, all people, all males should go see, as Pnei Hashem Elokecha. You should go see Hashem. Go to Yerushalayim, go to the base of Mikdush, where Hashem's presence was most felt, and go see the Kaddish Baruch there three times a year. So, Rashmalka says that there was a, there's a Gemara that says, Shimon ben Musani, there was a tzaddik, who he wanted to learn and darshan every time it said in the Torah, S. The word S, how do you translate the word S? You can't really. In the beginning, God created. You don't even need the words really S. You could just say, It would sound the same. So he said, but why do you need those two, those two letters then? So everywhere in the Torah, so those two letters, he, he learned something out of. He got to the Pesach that says, Es Hashem Hashem, your God, you should fear. And he says, Es, what could I compare to Hashem to fear? Fear Hashem, and the Es is going to include something. What could, I, what could we possibly fear? A fear uh, lions, like we fear Hashem? Can't fear anything like Hashem. So he was ready to give up all, the, all the Torah. Rabbi Kiva comes along and says, no. Es Hashem HaKechetira is coming to be, to include Tamadei Chacham and Tzadikim. That just like you fear Kaddish Baruch, you have to fear Tzadikim. We know that 
to be dovik to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Chazal tell us you have to try to connect yourself to a tzaddik, to a tamachacham first, and in that way you connect to Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave tzaddikim in this world an ability to guide us, to teach us, to help us, like He Himself would, and therefore, just like we fear Hashem, we should also fear the tzaddikim. So says says the Panamiyafos. He says when the pasuk says. Shalosh Panam Hashana three times a year, all males should go see Es Pene Hashem Elokecha. Just like you go see Pene, the face of Hashem, Es is to be Marbe Tamidei Chachamim, Tzadikim, you should also go see on the Regal your Tzadik, your Tamachach. Right? So I was thinking, you can say maybe, you can say a little bit more. And we're going to finish the Gemara stuff in a second. That the source, this. This remez, this hint that the Panam Yafas is saying, is learning, is making a heckish of the word S. From S, Hashem Lekech, Tira, you should fear Hashem, and we include the fear of Tzadikim. To S, by seeing the face of Hashem, you should also see the face of the Tzadik. What's the, so what's the source of seeing your Rebbe on the Moed? Fearing him. What is the source of seeing your Rebbe on the Moed? Seeing him on the Yom Narayim. He's going to see him on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, like we just said. So you see how it all comes back. Even to see a Rebbe on, on the Regalim is ultimately coming from this Indian of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the Yishigosir, your Tzadik. The one who you connect to. The one who helps you grow. The one who you have a moon in. The one you have Devekis in. Anybody who has a Rebbe, Mishra Bizocha, knows that a Tzadik, a Rebbe, can can change your life. He can mamas change your life. And not just once. Again and again and again. Rabbi Nachman says, Rabbi Nachman tells us that he was very big into tzaddikim. Right? He was very big into tzaddikim. And he said that every time you go to a tzaddik, even the same tzaddik, it has to be fresh, like you never went there before. It has to be fresh. And the understanding is, is that if you go to the tzaddik the same way you went last year, so you'll just get the same things you got last year. There's no chidusha. The tzaddik has so much to give. And we're little people. If you go the same way, you'll get the same. We have to go in a different, a different way. Different way each year. Fresh. And this tzaddik is Rosh Hashanah. This tzaddik is, is Tishrei. This tzaddik is Uman. But if they're going to Elul, they're going to Tishrei in a new fresh way every year. Whatever it may be. Whether it's a few extra minutes of, of learning a little bit extra tzedakah, a few minutes of his bodhidus maybe, whatever it is, that's gonna ta- that takes you to a fresh start, to Uma, on the journey to Uma, to the Tzadik. So, the most famous of all the acronyms, for whatever reason, Elul got this, uh, this, this shame, this name that everybody has to make a Rosh Tevis with Elul. Right? Rav Weimarker's favorite one that he always quotes, I think from Chabad Chassidim, he says, remember this one? Now, it doesn't always have to be in the right order. Aleph Lamed, Vav Lamed. Sometimes you can switch it around. He says, Lebedik und weiter Lebedik. You should be Lebedik and weiter you should be Lebedik. That's what he quotes every year at some point in El. So the most famous, what's the most famous? I'm for my beloved, for Kodesh Baruch my beloved is for me. But I was thinking, we could also say Rosh Davis. What's it, Rosh Davis? What's El, according to what we're saying? Right, it's funny. I was thinking this week. 
Ani dodi v'dodi li, it's not like such a tremendous chiddush. Meaning, when you have a Rosh Hashanah that has the beginnings of, of letters, and it makes, and it has, and it connects you to uh, an interesting pasuk, there's usually a chiddush. But ani dodi v'dodi li, lidodi is not like a, you're using a lamid, like two. It's not like a, a, a word, um, like lavush, where the whole word is using the lamid. It's, it's, it's like, you know what I mean? I don't know if I can explain that. It's supposed to cheat a little bit. So I figured we could do it also. Ani litzadik v'tzadikli. Hello. Ani litzadik, I'm for the tzadik. And the tzadik is for me. Going to Umar. You could say that also. Ani litzadik v'tzadikli. That's what you could say. It's all the same. It's all the same. And it's Ani litzadik v'tzadikli. It's all the same. So, the question is, and it's, everybody knows the answer to the question, but we have to ask it anyway. <coughs> we have to go to the tzaddik, we have to go to Umar, we have to go to Rosh Hashanah, we have to go to Kaddish Baruch because the main tzaddik, of course, is Kaddish Baruch We say every single day, Asherah, what do we say? What's the tzaddik? Tzaddik Hashem, the Chodorachov. The Ikut tzaddik is a Kaddish Baruch We can never forget that. We're davik to a tzaddik in order to be davik to Hashem. That's the goal. Right? We're davik the ultimate goal is we davik to Hashem, to think about a Baruch to connect to Him, to daven to Him, to yearn for Him. And sometimes we don't know how to do it, sometimes we're nervous, so we have to go through a tzaddik sometimes, a human intermediary. But if, if we're only going through Elul, we're only going to Uman, we're only going to the tzaddik because we're told to. And a lot of people, most of their life are going through Elul because they're told to. What are you supposed to do? I have to go through Elul. And some people only go to Uman because everybody tells them they have to go. In, if you're going because of an obligation or a chiv, right? You're not going to gain very much. You're going there because you have to. You might gain. It's possible. There's no question. It's possible. Something could blow you away. But if you're going because you have to, there's a pressure. You're not necessarily open because you didn't want to go. So we have to figure out a way into Elul, into Uman, into the Tzadik. Right? So what's, what's the beginning? What's the beginning? So we're going to read a little bit about one of our favorite Tzadikim, Rabbi Nassim. And we're going to write about his beginning. Right? Rabbi Nassim was the greatest Talmud of Rabbi Nachman. This is Bagri Through Water and Fire. So let's just read a few lines, right? Rabbi Nassim style, yeah? Just going to read a few lines. I don't know if he also reads in, uh, from English books. Does he? Of course, yeah. Oh, of likes to read. So, Rav Nassim, when he was, Rav Nassim, when he was growing up, he was a big, he was a big Litvak. He's a Tamil Chachum, Imam Shekol Tarkula, his father, his, his, his Shver, big Litvaks. But there were people in town, he had some cousins, he had some family, that, that were Hasidim a little bit, and they, they would always like chepper him and, and, you know, try to get him to come to their side. So, he writes over here, I'm just mamish in the middle. And with this argument, Reb Lipa, who was trying to convince Reb Nassim to come to Chassidus, with this argument, Reb Lipa touched Reb Nassim's sore spot. If God is good, like it says in Tehillim, Hashem is good. Why do we not feel the goodness? Since attachment to Hashem means being attached to good, one should be filled with delight. One should be filled with delight when serving Hashem. And that hit Reb Nassim very strong. He's like, yeah, why don't I feel 
connected? Why do I not feel good? Why don't I feel like getting a schmack when I'm learning this Gemara? I do it because I have to. Why don't I get that feeling? The Mishnah teaches better an hour of tshuva and maizim tovim in this world, better an hour of tshuva and maizim tovim in this world than all of Olam Haba. Mishnah Perkeva says, it's better an hour of tshuva and maizim tovim in this world than all of Olam Haba. And then that Mishnah says, yeah, it takes time to understand this, but we're not going to do it now, and better an hour of Olam Haba than all of the good in this world. Okay, sounds like a contradiction. However, the Mishnah clearly teaches that it's possible, says Ramallah that one can attain a feeling in one's devotions, in one's avodas Hashem, in this world, comparable even greater to Olam Haba. One hour of tshuva and maizim, real tshuva and real maizim tovim, which we need to to get to such a place. The Mishnah Perkeva says, they're not lying, these are the greatest tzaddikim. One hour of tshuva and maizim tovim in this world is greater than all of Olam Haba. So it's possible that one should be able to, sit, to, sit, to feel this feeling. And Nelson says, well, why don't I feel this joy? So things started to cook within Nelson. Nelson asked himself, after all, there are great tzaddikim who feel it, as is evident by their avodah Hashem. So why don't I? I'm a big time chacham. I'm learning all day and all night. Why don't I feel it? Nelson knew he must search for the right way to serve Hashem. Something must be off. He's learning the Gemara the right way, but his approach might be the wrong way. He would use whatever means he felt necessary to help him discover the truth of, of Yiddishkeit and attain genuine spiritual devotion, even if it meant taking a stand that would upset his parents and his in-laws, which he did. He did upset his parents and his in-laws. He went against them, but he was seeking, seeking the truth. It says over here that Rabbi Nassim, we know, at that time in the world, the Talmudim of the Magid were still alive. Rabbi Susha, Levi, I mean, the biggest tzaddikim. And Rabnasim went to all of them. He sat by them, he learned by them, he tried to connect to them, and at the end of the day he said, I still don't feel it. And if we would sit by the Kedushas Levi, we, we probably, our, our Nashama would come out of our body. We wouldn't know what to do with ourselves to see the Kedushas Levi. But he sat by them, and he still, he wasn't satisfied. We know because, of course, the Kedush Levi put into his Nashama that he's the Talmud of, of Rabbi Nachman, and there's nothing that was going to stop him. And through this book, through water and fire, everyone should get it. What? Everyone should You see what he had to go through and what he accomplished and everything we have today and the rest of the movement today, which is picking up speed big time. Jump on the bandwagon because it's, uh, it's picking up speed big time as people start to realize what's in there. It's all because of Nas. And it was all because he had this unquenchable thirst for the MS for Kodesh Baruch Hu, for connecting to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and he needed the tzaddik to help him. <clears throat> so the beginning, the beginning to go to the tzaddik has to be from a rotsam. What's the rotsam? What's the deep will of a person? Is it, is it, there's a bikush. There's, there's a desire. There's a chukah. There's a, there's a want. Chukah, mama's favorite word. What's, what is this rotsam? What's this chuka? It comes from a place of something inside of me is missing. I'm not who I could be. I'm not shawling. I'm not full. I'm not whole. And by definition, a human being is not whole. He can't be. He's always looking to fill himself up. 
to connect to the ultimate shlemus, which is the Kodesh Baruch. And we need the tzaddik who himself has worked on his holes and has become shalim, pole, W-H-O-L-E. We need to connect to them. And in the place of that rotsam, to fill the shlemus, in the place of that deep desire to fill the shlemus, you and the tzaddik are no different. Because the tzaddik is a person who never ends his avoda. A real tzaddik is someone who's, who's working harder than we're working. You think, what do you mean? He's so close. Why does he have to work so hard? He's working ten times harder than we're working. So in the place of that desire, that rutzen, to fill that shlemus, each and every one of us is the tzaddik. In that place, if you get to that rutzen, to, to make ourselves whole, in whatever way it could be, Right? Even in, not just learning and davening, of course that. But what about midos? What about midos tovos? It says in the Torah, v'lachta b'drachav. We have to go in Hashem's ways. Tzadik Hashem b'chol d'rachav. Hashem's, the tzadik in all of his ways, meaning in his midos. We have to pr- learn to perfect our midos, which is a, if anybody's ever dabbled in the world of midos, the madrigas that a person could get to. And I'm learning with Momo, a little bit of Menachem, a little bit of Lukutam Ram, what he, what, the madrigas, No? When a guy is hating you and, and basically punching you in the face and trying to destroy you, what does Rabbi say? A guy is trying to destroy you. Destroy you. He's digging under your house, says Rabbi A guy is taking a shovel, he's digging under your house. He wants your house to fall down. Rabbi says, don't hate him back. Say nice things to him. Do good for him. I'm not Drager. Drager needs this. And really, it's no different than us on a Kaddish Baruch, right? Kaddish Baruch who's we, we, let's say we sin, Pastor, we sin. So we're taking a shovel and we're digging under a Kaddish Baruch's house. We're sinning. Whatever it is. What does Hashem do? He says nice things to us. He gives us the strength, says the term of the word. He gives us the strength at the time that we're digging under his house. How do we get the strength to dig under his house? Only if a Kaddish Baruch gives you the strength. Hashem says, here, have a bigger shovel. Term of the word says this. It's the Ramak. It's a big, it's a, people learn the safer, they're in hell. Certain madrigas and midas. It's uh, We have to learn. There's a shleimus. Everybody has to find. You go to the tzaddik, you go to uman, you go to tishrei, you go to el. There's always something new to work on. Not too much, because then you can go crazy. Something fresh. Not the same thing every year. Like people with their kabbalas, like the kaiser. This Rosh Hashanah, I hope I don't speak lashon hara. Like, come on. Same thing every year. And by what? And by the, the first day of Sukkot, it's gone. Where person has to think. We need to become deep thinkers. Where? What am I missing? Not just an extra five minutes of learning. What are the deeper holes within me? In my shlemus. Not just in, in necessarily in our direct devotion to Hashem. To Hashem. What about in our relationships? What am I lacking? Does everybody like me? Am I, does, does everybody like me? Am, am, is my, all my relationships so good? If not, what is, what's missing? What am I missing? Very often we like to just point to everybody else. What are they missing? No, no, no. No, no way. If something's wrong, there's something wrong with me. And if I fix what I have to fix up, everybody else will fix up what they have to fix up. What a, that's that bikush, that rotsam. For the shlemus, that takes us to the tzadik, because then the tzadik can fill us up. Then El Tishri could fill us up. Then the Kodesh could fill us up. 
If we go up because only a chiv, if I go because every single year there's another Ls, another Tishrei, okay, I'll fast, okay, I'll start in davening, I'll buy a ticket, I'll do this, okay, okay. You gain nothing. Where, where, is there, where is there a vessel? Where is there an opening for something to be put in, to be new, fresh? No. Right? So we can't go into Yomtif, Uman. We can't go into El as an obligation. We have to want it. It has to be a Rotson. A Rotson for Shlames. That's the Rotson of the Tzadik. And Rabbi Nachman says, he says that the reason why most people don't go to Tzadikim, why they don't travel to Tzadikim, meaning this, the reason why we don't take upon ourselves El and Tishrei as a want, because we have to go through it, but we don't want to. People don't want to go to Tzadik. Why? Because of their Atzvus and their Kfedis, their sadness, their heaviness. Sadness sometimes comes from a fear, a fear that I won't be able to accomplish, a fear that I won't, just a, or doubts. A person doesn't know. A person's scared of his own chesronos. No, that we all chesronos. That's the point. Is to have a chesaron to fill it. No, no, I can't. I, just, I can't go to Saudi. I can't. We have to be honest. We have to want. We have to have a rotzen, a rotzen for shlemus. That's mamish uman. That's what it's like. You have to want to go. So, on the journey to Uman, which I think this song is the journey to Uman, it's four parts. If you pay attention to the song, and I did, and I wrote down this, the times, I want to pay attention. There's four parts. There's, there's a low and a high, and a low and a high. It goes low, high, regular, and then you'll hear the third time, which is a low, he brings some more music in. And the high, it's like the high. So the beginning of the journey, the beginning of the journey to Uman starts with a realization that we have things that we're lacking. That we have chasronos. That's the beginning of the journey. The second part of the journey, the, first, the high is, the hishtokakus, the chuka. I'm going to go to the tzaddik, and he's going to fill me up. He felt, A, he was lacking, and he says, okay, I'm going to go find the tzaddik. Part three, he went on the journey to find the tzaddik. They're ups and their downs. It's not like I choose one time I'm going to go and like, oh, Hashem's going to just open up the pearl gates, you know, everything's going to be great. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, you have to fight. It might not be this, Alec, it might not be this. You don't know what it's going to be. And then the fourth part of the song is then when you finally get there. When you finally get to Uman, you step foot. Anybody who's felt that, you step foot, you go, you're by the Tzion, or a person's by Rosh Hashanah, and he's in that place of Simcha, you're with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You made that, not a Leah Laregel, but that Mechabal Pnei Rabo. In Rosh Hashanah, we use Merkabel Kodesh Baruch Hu, Pnei Rabo, Merkabel the Tzaddik. It's like the, the, it's the biggest Ali of the Regal. It's the source of all Ali of the Regal. So, this is, this is the song. It's a fresh start. El. Looking for holes, but ultimately to fill the holes, whatever they may be. So, we're going to listen to the song again, The Journey to Uman. And you don't have to be convinced by what I'm saying to listen to the song in this way, the four parts. No, no, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Thanks, Mama. So, if you have another way of listening to the song, put it in. But if you want to piggyback off this, the four parts, again, the low is that realization that there's something maybe lacking in my life that I need to work on. The high is I'm going to go to the tzaddik. And the low, on the journey, it's not so simple. A journey, you have to 
You have to take your backpack and you have to, might have to leave your house, your comfort zone. But, it's, but there's a certain simcha, because there's a certain excitement. And then when you finally get there, that's when everything's besimcha in the highest of the high. Mm-hmm.